Okay, Rabbi Zai, good evening. A good Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh, Mar Chesven. We're holding on Mamish, um, the month of Chesven. And, you know, the, uh, we want to give a shout out, first of all, to our wonderful, wonderful sponsor from the J Foundations, Rabbi Yisrael Yudkowsky. And we want to give out a big shout out on the recent engagement of him to his colleague, Leora Shapiro. And we want to wish them mazel tov. We want to wish them a lot of baruch and matzlocha. And we just we were discussing before that hopefully we'll see if we can somehow keep the podcast going. And, um, you know, I'm going to throw it out already. It's just already we're speaking about it. You know, it, you know till now we've, doing, we've been doing the podcast and Yisrael puts in a lot of effort. But uh, at this point, I think we, we're going to have to go for some funding. And uh, we're throwing out that there are people out there who are interested in following through and want to help with the funding. It's about, basically it's $100 per podcast, and it would help for us to be able to defray all the costs and to be able to give the time everyone puts into it. So this is a little shout-out for that, for this mitzvah. And anyone wants to hop around the mitzvah, we can be in touch uh, either by email or we'll, we'll, we'll work out a link how you can work it out. And uh, but we want to get into um, a little bit of a different type of podcast than um, I would say in the normal format. For, I think the last time we had uh, our podcast was before Rosh Hashanah, and it was very light-filled. We spoke about the concept of the light of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, tonight, I want to speak about the Yantif, which we just we just finished. When I say the Yantif, really an amazing, amazing Yantif of Sukkot which was the culmination of the entire Avodah of Elul and Tishrei. And uh, you, know, you take a look at it, it's really like an ama- amazing amount of energy that went into it. And it culminated with the, uh, the great Yantav Hashemini Atzeres and Simchas Torah. So I want to speak tonight, I want to speak a little bit about uh, a little bit of, um, of an insight which I had during... Um, during the Simchas Torah, I myself was zocha to get the Chassan Torah. Uh, excuse me, to get Chassan Brachus. It's very important. <laughs> I was zocha to someone sponsored <laughs> two people that went out of their way, and they bought the Chassan Brachus, and they uh, gave me the cover to having the Chassan Brachus. And the same people that bought the sponsorship for the Chassan Brachus for myself, they also bought it for somebody else, and they gave the Chassan Torah to somebody else. Um, so I want to speak about... The, First of all, the Simcha of Simcha's Torah. And uh, we're going to speak a little bit about some minhagim and some insights. And the way I've framed it is really to look at it, two different questions. Question number one. What's more important, Chassan Torah or Chassan Breshis? Oh, is that an interesting question? Did anyone ever think about that? Well, I'm sure many people might have thought about it. And I'm going to let it out. Let's let it hang out in the air right now for everyone just to contemplate. What's more important? Chassan Torah, Chassan Rejus. That's number one. Number two, which is maybe even a stronger question, which is what's more important? Uh, Hakafas on Simchas Torah or the Kiddush? You know, that Kiddush that everyone, every shul has in the middle of the Hakafas, they stop and some people have lavish kiddushes in America. I imagine they have a lot, lavish kiddushes, a lot more lavish kiddushes than we have over here. Other people have more simple, simpler kiddushes. Um, you know, what, what's the kiddush? You know, what, what's the kiddush? So the kiddush, 
on a simple level, you probably just understand it as being a little break, get a little achayims, get some more energy in order to get some liquid, get some get some zainas, in order to be able to dance further and able to dance with the Sefer Torah and to enhance ourselves with the with the covet of the Torah. So, is the Kiddush important or is the Kiddush just a necessity in order for us to have, to have kaychus? And if it is important, well, is it as important as a kafas or not as important as a kafas? So these two questions, normally we don't speak about it, but I thought that this was an interesting insight we, we could touch base upon and we could get some inspiration from it as well. So if you take a look at the Shulchan Aruch, really the whole Indian of Akafas we know is a fairly new, the Yantif of Simchas Torah and Hakafas is a fairly new event in Kalah Yisrael. It only, took, it only started getting into the, to the Minig of Kalah Yisrael in the last four to five hundred years. And if we read the Ramah, we see some very interesting things. The Ramah says like this. The Ramah says, V'hinei simen tafrei shamechtes. Hinei karen yantif ha'achren simchus We call the last day of, of, of yantif. Again, you have to understand, the, the, the Ramah was speaking about the minig of living in Chutzlaretz. We know that in Chutzlaretz you have two days of yantif. You have Shemini Yatzeres, and then there's a day of which is called properly a Simchas Torah. Here in Eretz everything is combined together. So the Ramah says the last day is called Simchas Torah, which means the joy of Torah. Because we're happy. Now you would imagine, why are we happy? We're happy because it's got something to do with Torah. Oh, so he says, we're smeichen by sudas mishta. We make a suda and a mishta. We make a, a meal. And a Mishta, Mishta reminds us of a little bit of what, what, Yom Kippur, what uh, Purim was all about. You, you know, a Mishta, the Simcha. And why do we do this? Because we're completing the Torah. We know the cycle. We completed the Torah. We finished the Zaysa And because of that great Simcha that we're finishing the cycle, just to go off on a tangent for a second, you saw mentioned to me before that we're now holding in our Erev Shabbos Devar Torah podcast we're holding already beginning the third cycle, which is an amazing, amazing simcha. And I'm very, very thankful to Kaddish Baruch and thankful for Yisrael and thankful to everyone that listens, everyone that's involved in it. So let's get back to the point that we want to bring out. The reason why simcha, it's called Simcha's Torah for the simcha, that we make a Sudas Mishta. Why do we make a Sudas Mishta? Because we finished the Torah. We're, we're being gaimed the Torah. So the first thing is, the Ramah just mentions the Indian of Asudas Mishta, and we have to understand if that has any connection to Kiddush. Next thing is, the Ramah says, V'nagim shemesayim atarev amaschal bereshes, nadjim nadarim nadafes. He says, oh, there was a minig. The people that ended the Torah, they got the last aliyah, and the people that got the next aliyah for the beginning of bereshes, they would give nadarim nadafes. just happens to be that tonight in Aradaf Yami, we started Masechta Nadarim. <laughs> so, you know what it is to make a nether and a nadava. And what's the purpose? Again, he says, the, we, the, the people that finish the Torah and are starting the Torah, they get together and they, they, they get other people to help out in order to create the mishta. At this point, there has been no mention about hakafas. Then the Ramah adds on, We are also now again, our Medina, in Armadinas, that means in the Ashkenazi countries, 
We take out the Sifri Torah from the Eichel on night time in the morning. And we say, We sing and we dance. That's all it says. If we sing, it doesn't even say dancing. It says, we take them out and we say, Then the Ramah says, the last thing, the last thing Ramah says, we have a separate minig to be makif, the bima with the Sifri Torah, just like we're making from the lulav, everything is for the simcha. And then he says, we call out, we, we call up everyone to get an aliyah. We have kol anarim, other minhagim. But if you follow the 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 lashon of the Ramah, the lashon of the Ramah is very very interesting. The lashon of the Ramah is the first hanhaga that the Ramah put into the minig Ashkenaz is to have a mishteva simcha. In the middle of the davening, you're supposed to stop, and you're supposed to have a mishteva simcha. It doesn't say if it's in the middle of davening or not. That doesn't say. But there's a minute to make a mishteva simcha. And then he says, in addition, the chasen turn, the chasen brachas, they get other people to get involved. Thirdly, he says, there's a minute to take out the sifri turban to, to sing. And then fourthly, he says, there's a minion of akafis. Now, I saw many, many years ago uh, the Minhagim of the Anshe Ashkenaz, which is from the Sefer Minhage, the Kila Kadosh of Armaisha. And I saw some very interesting Minhagim, which were written approximately 400 years ago. And uh, I was fascinated by some of the things, I was fascinated by some of the Ha'aras from the Eirich, Rabbi Binyamin Shlomo Hamburger, my Mechutin who was a very, very big expert in the Minhagim of Ashkenaz. And I was so fascinated by it, about one year on Simchas Torah in our shul, we had this chus of having for many, many years one of the greatest Talmud HaChachamim who lived not only in our neighborhood, but in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Shleimer Fisher, the Goyen HaTzadik, the tremendous, tremendous Talmud HaChachim, one of the Fisher brothers, we were Zaychot Rabbi Shleimer Fisher, lived in our community, and he davened with us on many, many occasions in our minyan. And I pointed out to him that in the Kilo Kedavim of Armaish, it brings down some very interesting uh, halachas. Number one is, there's no mention of Akafas. And it seems that in those days, they didn't do Akafas. They would call up the Chassan Torah, they call up the Chassan Brejas, and they have the long Mishabeirach uh, that they give, or the Mishabeirach, or the, uh, the, excuse me, the Amoid, 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 that they give a tremendous amount of honor for the Chassan Torah and the Chassan Brejas. And then, after Suda Shachris, it seems they would finish davening, they'd do Suda Shachris, and the Shamish would then would call out, everyone should go to the Chatzar, and a certain Lashon that they use. So the Chassan Torah would come with all of his entire family. The Chassan Breshis would come with his entire family. And they would go out into the Chatzar. They would come together with their wives. It's not such a popular minik. You know, if it would go down too well in the Kila Kedoshis of where we're holding today, but this is what they used to do. They used to cover their families, and they would bring paris, they would bring fruits, lahamid al-shulchan, to put them on the table. And they would throw the fruits, and I guess the fruits were fruits which wouldn't get surrounded, in order it shouldn't be bezayin of eichel. They would throw the, to, the, to, the, to the children, so to speak, to the na'arim. Like we have the minute to throw candies. You see many, many children throw candies 
They see, they see the way the, the kids are so happy when they come to shul, and the dentists are even more happy because they know that, that, that they're going to get those they're going to get those gevalika teeth soon. <laughs> and it says the gaboyim tzedakah would bring peiros noyim and it would put it on the place. There was a special onion to have fruits, and we're soon going to see not only they have fruits, soon they had other things as well. This was the minik. And there was such a tremendous simcha that took place. They used to sing, well, soon they used to sing, that they bring down over here, this is Rabbi Yosef Shemesh, Rabbi Yosef Shemesh, Rabbi Yosef Shemesh was a Gavaldike, uh, the Gabai, the Shamas in those days, in the Kilok Dosh of Vermeiza. And he said that one time there was a certain non Jewish woman that saw the Simcha, and she was so taken by it, so she asked that she had an orchard and she said she wants to be menadiv, her orchard for the benefit of the Jewish community and betanai that they should use on Simcha's Torah they should take the fruits from her orchard they should put it on the shulchan, they should throw it to the Narim until Bias HaGoyal, an amazing amazing concept, this is what they would do and he brings down that they did this for many many years until there was a big war and, and then the, the, the orchard was destroyed, and then the minik stopped at that point. First of all, we see there was a minik that they used to gather together, and they used to have some sort of, some sort of suda. And then it says they would all gather together. The rabbanim would come. They would come, they would sit around. Some people would stand. And then it says, anyone that had barrels of wine, jugs of wine, would come with wine, and I guess they would drink. The chasanim, the chasan turn, would bring wine. And they would eat from the fruits, they would drink, they would be happy. And then he says something which is fascinating. Everyone knows about on the union of the Maduras on Lag Baimer. Well, guess what? In the old days on Simchasteira, they would make a Madura Shal Eish Gadol. They would make a tremendous fire. And there's a lot to talk about what the purpose of the fire and how it was mutter to do it on Simcha's Yantiv. And then when the fire would be burning after the Bimadlik, the, the, the Rav and the heads of the community would get together with the Chasanim. And then they would have like, like a mini... Uh, a mini um, dancing and singing, like we would say, like a Simchas Beis Hashoeva type of concept. So, what do I want to bring out from over here? I want to bring out from over here. We see that there was an Indian of bringing yayin, and I heard, and Reb Shlomo Fisher Zechazanik told me that that Reuven Bengus. It's worthwhile to get a picture of Reuven Bengus. Oh, just a picture of Reuven Bengus was from the great Rabbanon Shalayim. And he was a colleague of Rabbi Zalman Meltzer, and he learned in Velazhin. And then when he moved to Eretz Yisrael, and he became the Rav of the Bedats. And uh, Rav Fisher told me that his brother, Rav Meir Tzvi Fisher, used to go, was a lot by Rav Bengus. And over there on Simchas Torah, the minute was that the Talmud would drink a lot of wine, and there would be a lot of shikarim. Now, today's not a popular thing of getting shikar because people have addiction problems. I'm not saying that everyone should introduce this minute. But we see from over here there was an Indian of the Gavaldika Simcha, of the Gomra Shaltaira. And it seems that this is really the basis for the, for the Rambah. 
the Ramah is telling us that the real minig, the way it really started was, the minig really started with the Sudas Mishta. And therefore, I believe that we can learn from over here that the Kiddush, which takes place in today's minig, in our shuls, and that's why this year I made a, a, a very, very big effort by the, uh, we had, I had an Aliyah, I had an Aliyah and then for, for Bichas and Breshis, and then on Shabbos, Parashas Breshis, I made a very big Kiddush. My Rebetzin helped and other people helped and we had Kugel and we, I brought wine and we had herring and we had Paris. We had Paris and we had Eurokas. And I said over some of the things which I'm telling to you right now and I wanted to bring out that it could very well be that if you want to know really what's more important, is it the Hakafas or the Kiddush? could be that the Kiddush is really the most important thing because the Kiddush really emphasizes the fact that we're making a Sudas Mishta Lagomra Shotaira. The meaning of the Akafas came afterwards. And for sure today, the meaning of the Akafas is Gavaldik and Arizal says that all the great levels that he reached was from the Simcha Shal Mitzvah and the Gain was, 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 the gain was, was, was Makbed to dance with the Sefer Torah. The Chazanish, they say, he used to mamish. I heard the Chazanish mamish, but in, in, his, in his minion, he used to go mamish wild, crazy. When I say wild, crazy, you have to understand what that means, but he was dancing with all of his kaychas because he was holding the Sefer Torah. If we want to know how we end up on Simcha's Torah, it's ending up with the concept of the Gomrish Torah, the completion of the Torah and the happiness and the joy. And therefore, question number one was, what's more important, Kiddush or Hakafas? We're going to take the, the, the part that says the Kiddush is the most important. The Kiddush really represents the concept of the Minig to create a Mishta, the Simcha, which was the original Kabbalah of the Minig. And then Hakafas came afterwards, and Avada Hakafas also shows Al Yedei, the Mishta of Simcha. Like we know, we have a Purim, we get together, and we have a Suda. And we, we, we have some yayin, and then nichnas yayin yotzer And I was thinking to myself that it could very well be why Shabbos Bereshis is an Indian to have the, some people have the meaning to have the Kiddush and Shabbos Bereshis. And of course, us, we brought wine, because it could be because Bereshis, we speak about the Indian of the, the yayin hamashumer misheshis and Bereshis, the wine that the Baruch set aside. That's going to be Meshumer, Meshesh, Meibreshes, the Mitzvah, when Mashiach comes, we're going to drink that wine. So when we, when we have an opportunity the next time, when we're sitting on Simchas Torah, and we're sitting by the Chassan Torah, we're sitting by the Chassan Bereshes, or by Shabbos Bereshes, and we drink a Lechayim from some wine, some Yayin, contemplate really what's, what we're doing. We're elevating our feeling of the fact we're able to complete the cycle of the Torah and we're starting a new cycle. And now we're going to say a big Kiddush. We asked before, what's more important, Chassan Torah or Chassan Bereshis? The simple understanding is Chassan Torah. Chassan Torah is completion, completion of the Torah. And the Minig, in many, many communities, is to give the uh, Rosh Hashiva, to give the Rav. So the communities where they buy it with money, and there's a lot of money that goes around, and they give it to a very Chassan Talmud Chacham of the Rav. Or we have Minihagim in the yeshivas. Uh, my, my grandson was, was by us yesterday. He told me that in his yeshiva, Ketana, they, I don't know, they had 120 boys, and they, they donated, I think, 5,000 hours 
you know, beyond the regular starim that the boys are going to do, and they gave it to the Rashi, the Rashi should have the Ishabi, the Chosen Torah. And the Chosen Breshish is usually like, okay, if the, you know, the, the, that's for the Balabatim, you know, you can't give the Balabatim Chosen Torah, you give them Chosen Breshish, and they, they can spend a lot of money, and it helps the shul, and there's always a big bidding war that goes on. So Chosen Breshish is really delegated or, uh, to the second tier. It's not the first tier. Chosen Torah is first tier. That's the, that's the A game. Chazim Reishis is really the, the secondary team. But my friend and, her, and the great Talmud Chacham lives in our community, with Michal Shurkin Shlita, in his Sefer, Hayre Kedem, he brings down that the minig of Rav Moshe Soloveitchik, who was the son of Rav Chaim, and the father of Yashavir Soloveitchik from Boston, was that he always would get the Chazim Reishis. And he he used to say over, the pshat is, is that if we really analyze where do we know that we're supposed to make the chasen and the chasen reishis, where do we learn it out from? We learn it out from Shlom HaMelech. Shlom HaMelech, the Pasuk says in Malachim, that he was asked by Kodesh Baruch what he wants, and he said what he wanted was, was to get Chachma. And the Rebbe says, since you asked for Chachma, so I'm going to give you the other two presents which is long life, and uh, Ashiris. We know that Shalom was dedicated to a lot of Ashiris. And therefore, he received three things. He received Ashiris, he received Chachma, he received, Chachma, received long life. But the most important thing is he asked for a lev Chacham umaskil. He wanted to have a, a heart that would be able to understand things. And then he went to the place where he could bring Karbanis, it was before the base of Mignesh was built, and he brought a lot of karbonis, l'simcha of the mitzvah, the gemar mitzvah. And that's where we learn out that when there's a gemar mitzvah, you're supposed to make a suda. Because the Shlomo Melech brought karbonis, therefore we're also supposed to make a mini, type of, a mini type of event like that. So Rav Michal says, Shlomo Melech did not finish anything. He just was getting chachma. So we see from over here, that the real concept of the chassan Torah is, is that when we finish the cycle of the Torah, now that we've gone through all the entire, all the parshas, parshas, noyach, lech, all the way, till v'zayis habracha, and we had insights, and we had new, new, new chedushim, and we had new chachman that came into us. We received chachman from the Rabbi Shalom, And we're very, very joyous. So how do we celebrate? We celebrate it by now starting the Torah over again. And therefore the Chassam Bereshus, he's really the one that takes the Chachma that he received, and now I'm going to now have a new way of analyzing the Torah. Now I saw a new insight. Just had to be a Maimra Muska. Today I was learning with my Chavrusa a, a new pshat, a new insight into, into Parshas Nayak, something which I had not seen before. A little Diak and a Rashi. Every single Nuance. We see new things in the Torah. How does it come about? When we finish the Torah and we're happy and we start the new cycle, the Chassam Breshus. And therefore, if Moshe Salvechik, he would really, he would really go for it in the Chassam Breshus fashion. So we had like two questions. And on the surface, we would analyze it on the superficial level. The more we got into it, we saw there's a lot more depth. We saw that between Hakafis and Kiddush, 
could be that Kiddush comes out on top, and it could be between Chas and Torah and Chas and Bereshis. Okay, it's not Chas and Torah that comes out on top, the Chas and Bereshis comes out on top. But the truth is, now we want to say something which is going to help us to say that no matter what we held before and what we hold right now, it's all good. Because we said over, and we said it over on Erev Shabbos, but it's worthwhile repeating a Gewaltic insight from Rebbe Kiva Eger. We know, everyone knows, famous word, the Torah ends with a Lamed and it begins with a base. And we all say, that's like the first thing, like, you know, that's a go-to Dvar Torah. If you don't have any Dvar Torah, you always go to this one. The Lamed and the base, Lev, what does Rebbe Hashem want from us? He wants our heart. And that's the connection between the end of the Torah and the beginning of the Torah. Kivega says something interesting. Kivega says, well, there's a little bit more that you can add on to that. He says, if you take a look, the letter that comes before the Lamed is a Chaf. The letter comes before the Beis is an Aleph. Aleph and Chaf spells out the word Ach. The letter after Lamed is a Mem. The, lift, the letter after Beis is a Gimel. Put the two together, it's Gam. The Gemara says, Kol Achin Verakin Shebetara Enabo Elomayit. Whenever you see Ach in the Torah, like we said, Vayisa Ach Sameach, Ach is a lesson of mute. Kol Gamin Shebetara. Whenever it says Gam, right? Kol Esin Vigamin, Gam always is being Marbe. So Zokri Kiva Eger, that there's a hidden lesson in the Laman and the Bays. The Laman and the Bays are in the middle. But on the side of them, we have different letters which are surrounding them. And these letters are teaching us a great lesson. The Gemara says, Echad HaMarba, Ve'echad HaMamit. doesn't make a difference if you do a lot. If you learn a lot of Torah. Echad HaMamit, if you learn a little bit of Torah. It means it doesn't make a difference if you're being Achin, which is being Mamayit, or you're being Gam, which is being Marba. Obovad she'echaben libay l'ashamayim. As long as the main core of yourself is that your lave should be for the heavens. And I think this is a great way for us to be able to complete this podcast, this, this Simchadika podcast of understanding that we drank Lachayim's, we had Kiddush, which helped us to get through that Kafas. We had Chasim Tur, we had Chasim Bereshis. We saw different insights into the way the Minhagim, the way it was formulated. But the main thing is that when we connect to the Torah and we see the insights of the Torah and we see the depth of the Torah, we should realize that our hearts should all be connected to the Rabbanu Shalom. We want to wish everybody that this month, month of Mar Cheshvin, month where there isn't any Yantif, but we're still carrying with us the Nagunim of the Yantif, the Aura of the Yantif, the Simch of the Yantif. Like it says in the Svar Makdashin, Mar Cheshvin Lashin Merachashin, Merachashin means the words are murmuring. We're murmuring those nagunim. I wake up in the morning, I'm still singing nagunim. I'm still singing songs from Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur during, this, during these times. And Baruch Hashem, we still have this Rosh Chodesh, which enhances and gives us a simcha to be mahalo to Wishing everyone a wonderful month. And Mitz Hashem, we should be zeicha to the simcha, the Gemara of Torah, and with all of Klai Yisrael, we should be to dance together with Mashiach Tzidkenu. Wishing everyone a wonderful Rosh Chodesh Mar Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of 
addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.